Hey everyone, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It is so lovely to have you and thank you again for sharing this podcast with whoever may need it, honestly. I have had the absolute pleasure of hosting this show and continuing to build the networks that we all need, honestly, during this time. If there's anything that we can add maybe to the show, any feedback that you may have, I am seriously all ears and I am always looking to bring more value to you all. So however we can help you, definitely let me know. I also want to let you all know that I have been doing quite a few styled shoots here in town, um, in Phoenix lately. If you are a photographer in the Phoenix Um, California, Colorado, New Mexico, maybe even area, and you would like to participate in these shoots, maybe, I mean, if you're one of my friends from abroad, I'd love to have you as well. Uh, We are having a good, good time with these styled shoots. They are um, a shootout style, so with multiple photographers, but uh, more than happy to have anyone that wants to come and join in on the party we are like i said having a lot of fun with these style shoots definitely would love to have you out um so definitely keep an eye on the style shoots on my instagram facebook i post them pretty much um, all throughout my social i do max out at 10 to 12 uh, photographers but if there is anything else that i can do for you all just let me know but if not enjoy this podcast thanks guys podcast i have miss laurel on the line with agua linda farm farm or farms plural farm okay <laughs> and um they are actually based near the tucson area uh down down uh in the tucson area in arizona here and you know we really just found each other um i found him off of instagram uh definitely wanted to have him on the podcast learn more about um, their farm, what they do, how they do it, um, different things that they enjoy about the uh, event industry in general. But Laurel, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, um, introduce your lovely farm, and then um, how long you guys have been around for. Okay. Well, I'm Laurel Lowe, and Aguilinda Farm is, is our place down here. Um, it actually belongs to the family, my father-in-law, who was a Hollywood movie producer family, great history there, uh, purchased it in the 50s and was sort of a gentleman rancher. And then uh, years later, when my husband and I were starting out in our lives and deciding what to do, um, we actually, I went off and got my teaching degree and started teaching and he wanted to be a farmer. So we actually started out farming on the property at 63 acres um, and uh, worked real hard at that for a while. And our business eventually morphed into events and weddings primarily here. Okay. Awesome. And then, I mean, what's, what's kind of your background in, um, just in general? So, um, I, uh, was born in Maine, grew up actually in the Bahamas. I lived on Grand Bahama Island and, uh, moved back to the United States and to Arizona in my high school years and met met my husband Stuart um, and we've been together now for 30 something years I guess um, <laughs> and uh, went to the University of Arizona and got my teaching degree and I taught second grade for 10 years down in, in uh, we're 
we're about a 30-minute drive south of Tucson. So I taught uh, second grade down here while my husband started farming and um, and really enjoyed uh, the farm-related events that we started doing. And so that was really my step into doing events in general and realizing just through people coming here for you pick gardens or farm dinners or farm festivals that the place we have here is more of a, I guess, product than mm. anything we could grow or do because it's just so stunning. And so um, the events themselves, rather than going to farmer's markets or selling <coughs> produce to restaurants, really became more of a mainstay for us. And then folks started saying, hey, do you guys do weddings? Can, can we maybe get married here? And so it wasn't an intentional um, choice to get into the wedding business. Um, and over time, as we started doing more weddings and more weddings and word of mouth got out and, and our name was already had some recognition through the farm things we did. We had a big pumpkin festival uh, every October and um, a garlic and onion festival in June and some other events. And so our name was already kind of in the, you know, South, Southern Arizona world anyway. Um, and so the wedding thing just eventually it was like, all right, Stuart, you know, we're, we're too busy this spring for you to be going off to six farmer's markets. I've got all these weddings booked and I need you here. And so it really just kind of transformed and I've got a cough. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, the beginning of, of us getting into the wedding business is how that kind of happened came to be yeah and then how long has uh weddings been happening there so uh, again when we were farming you know, we did weddings of all of our friends okay our own you know just because everybody wanted to be married here sure the first wedding we did for a i guess a stranger was um <laughs> the former owner of the property excuse me i'm getting a drink of water you're good you're good uh, was uh, Carlos Ronstadt, Linda Ronstadt's great uncle, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he, he had a, a niece that wanted to get married here and approached us. And and so that was the first sort of wedding. Gosh, that was, I want to say, 10 years ago. <coughs> but weddings have been our primary business for, I'd say, five years. Okay. And do you find yourself, you know, still doing the different festivals or have those kind of gone by the wayside? It really kind of um, petered out there. Um, the um, Stuart really enjoys doing music. He's my DJ here, and oh, um, so he's he's everything we've done, even the farm events. There was always music and live bands, and we've done some festivals here where we would um, bring in live music, and people would camp, and we'd have all kinds of neat things going on. So the music side of it has always been. Um, a big part of it for him. So those events continue. Um, and as well as him doing the music for the weddings that we have on site, the farming really kind of, um, you know, another pumpkin farm opened. <coughs> Gosh, I'm so sorry. I've got okay. no, you're good. <laughs> that, um, opened north of Tucson and it kind of was the right timing for us to be done with that big event that we did here every October, the wedding people wanted to do October weddings. October is such a beautiful time of year in Arizona, so the weddings were out competing the pumpkin festival just at the time when a pumpkin farm opened mm -hmm. uh, just north of Tucson. So, <coughs> so 
that's how that, um, I don't know, just, but actually right now where we're at, we're doing a little more farming. We're dabbling around with some of that. So, uh, sure. we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just funny how now, you know, with things, how they have come about and what we're kind of, you know, facing it's, I see a lot of companies actually go back to their roots and how they started, you know, it's like, okay, what, what was our start? What was, you know, different catering companies, um, obviously instead of doing their big old full blown, you know, caters for these events are, you know, some of them got their starts as, you know, to go meals and home cooked meals. So it's like, they're just going back to square one, you know, which is totally okay. You know, for the meantime, it's the new norm, but, um, kind yeah. of a back to basics. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well I've been here before. Like I, I can do this again, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. So then, um, when are, and then is majority of your clientele from the Tucson area? Are they kind of destination? Are they from Phoenix? Where, where do you kind of see them from? Most of our weddings are Tucson clients. Mm -hmm. um, we do, um, it's kind of interesting down here, the Nogales, you know, we're, we're kind of right between Nogales, which, you know, which is right on the border to Mexico and Tucson. Mm -hmm. So we get, um, some of the Nogales weddings, we've got people coming up from Mexico. So a lot of those clients have a Tucson and a Nogales connect and we're kind of a nice between location for them. Um, as far as destination weddings, that's been kind of interesting for us. We, I believe that I'd say that the university of Arizona connection for couples, they met there and they live in different, you know, their families are in different parts of the country. So Tucson, the Tucson area has become for some people like that'll be our place where we'll get married. Mm -hmm. And so we do a lot of, um, few weddings every year where people do not live in the area at all and come, come back to okay. Arizona. No, that's right. awesome. And then, um, you know, with the growth of the venue itself and, you know, weddings, um, just in general at your venue, do you, where do you guys see yourself, say, in like five years or so? Well, you know, we, we'd like to, right now we do um, about 30 weddings a year. Okay. Um, that's been a good number for us. Sure. We'd, we'd like to do a few more a okay. year. So bit of growth and then as we look at you know what changes do we want to make what you know how do we want to make our job easier mm -hmm, <laughs> Those kind mm -hmm. of things. um you know we we uh i kind of like to daydream and, and brainstorm and see what other people are doing sure. uh steward is very much about using the property as much as possible and yep. again we have three acres and so we um, would like to see combining some of our farm experience into the wedding experience. Mm. So, not um, so we have grown fantastic lettuce. So we would like this, our salads to be part of what uh, might be on the catering options that clients use. So sure. we raise our own beef here and that kind of thing. So that's something we haven't we've incorporated into the farm side of our business, but not the wedding side. So mm -hmm. we kind of. Uh, that possible in the future um i kind of you know as i you know i'm i'm uh, in my late 40s at yeah. um, our so our clientele is obviously a completely different generation mm -hmm. and so um it's been a challenge for me to sort of tap into what is it that um, they like how are they going to find us sure. um learning how to use uh 
mean, when we started out, our mailing list farming was, you know, we're licking stamps and we're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the post office and, and now, you know, and then, you know, email list and now you really don't necessarily even need that. Right. And, uh, been quite a quite a journey but one of the things I've been learning about recently which is intriguing to me is a micro wedding mm-hmm. um, or yeah. Wedding. yeah and um I I personally am not the coordinator for all of the weddings mm-hmm. um because I feel I've got enough to manage with the venue, venue itself. Side, yeah but I love all of that I mean I've been i planning parties is kind of my thing yeah yeah uh, uh, so I I when I think of doing a micro wedding and I feel like that millennial generation, mm-hmm. that it might be kind of appealing to them to do something that's really super special and all the details and high end and splurge, mm-hmm. but on a small scale. So sure. you get that, you know, you can stay within a budget, but then have pull out all the stops and, and our, our venue itself would lend itself so well to that. Sure. And I could get my fingers in the Kool-Aid a little bit more with sure. something that would smaller but had uh, a lot of interesting touches and details and a little more extravagant perhaps than mm-hmm. a lot of people well that's the beauty of you know venues in general I mean you can dress it up or you can dress it down or you can really dress it up or really dress it down you know so yeah. it's just however you know maybe a client has a vision for you know and just getting the people in there to execute it and say okay done we can do this 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 and this you know so yeah I think that's, yeah I like to think that the the venue itself is, kind of, I mean, it's gorgeous, mm-hmm. but it is your canvas, and it's sure. uh, it's really fun in this business to walk out in the morning, and there's the green lawn and the trees, and then by the end of the day, what has the place become? And mm-hmm. it's all, and, and everyone, everyone is different. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Fun part. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then you know, off of your end, are you, uh, do you currently do like all inclusive prices or do you, you know, just rent the venue out itself? How does that kind of work off of your end? So over time it's, um, you know, in the very beginning it was, here's the venue, have at it. Um, (laughs) and now, um, what's, what I really love, and I think that this is kind of makes us stand out, um, as a venue, as maybe a little unique, um, we we live here. This is our home. We mm-hmm. care about it immensely, and we enjoy other people enjoying the property. Sure. My mother-in-law lives here, and her life's legacy has been the flowers and the gardens, and so she loves seeing people and the photos and oh. really getting it. And my sister-in-law used to work as a professional bartender, and so now she's my professional bartender. Wow, so yeah. Luke, the bar service with our package now and and then my husband as I mentioned is the sound DJ. guy and it's okay so he does that part of it and I and and then beyond that clients bring in the caterer of their sure. choice okay. for decorating we've got the tables chairs and linens and, okay. um, and so not everything is included but I think what we do include kind of makes the venue run smoothly sure. being able to me be in touch with the MC because he's my husband he knows the venue right. and and the bartender kind of keeping tabs on people and they're sure. drinking yeah but that flexibility that my clients have saying sure. you know quite have the budget for that high-end caterer we're gonna go a little more economical and do this or mm-hmm. we're gonna DIY 
our centerpieces or we're going to go with one of these incredible vendors and have them do these amazing flowers. So so not only do you have this canvas to work with, like we were saying, where you make it whatever you want, but also you could have at our venue, you can, we've literally had fireworks and five-star campers with fine china Uh and multiple bars and LED dance floors down to paper plates and, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, pizza or taco trucks. Sure, sure. casual so um, so literally all like types which is nice though because it's accommodating to the couple you know and it makes them feel like oh, okay like we want a different you know we we want to bring right. these different things and so that's that flexibility like you had said and and a lot of people tell me that they are specifically looking for a venue where they can bring in the food you know sure. maybe they have dietary restriction mm-hmm, or they have a mm-hmm. friend at this incredible restaurant that will give them a great deal and so the food side of it and the decorating side of it I think are p- places that people really want to be able to to customize Do for they, sure yeah yeah definitely um so then do you currently you know have any say instagrams or websites or um maybe even like magazines or books, you know, of people who you look to for inspiration, maybe off of, I mean, the decor side or just in general inspiration? You know, I don't, I wouldn't say that there's anyone in particular or um, specific that I follow or, you know, I love Mm -hmm. seeing what people have done on Instagram and scrolling through or I'll see, you know, um, sometimes I'll just do a a Google search for, Mm -hmm. you know, wedding this or wedding that and just get um, inspiration and I'm showing Stuart uh, you know one thing that we talk about doing I don't know if we'll ever do it is is putting a um, I I, I don't want to say wedding barn because I think it's almost like overdone right now Mm -hmm. this wedding Mm -hmm. barn thing but but some kind of um, larger structure because we are primarily outdoor venue and so I love go when I see something on Instagram that somebody and it looks like a really incredible space mm-hmm. over to their site and I'm, I'm not one to really keep tabs on one particular anything but sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I gotcha um, so do you like you said it's just kind of maybe on the barn or do you think you will maybe add something what do you guys think it, you know kind of go around and around I feel like People choose this venue um, for many reasons, that, but one of them is it, it for Arizona in particular. Um, when you have the expanse that we have, that is so green with so many big trees and mm-hmm. mountain views with horses and pasture, sure. the last thing people want is to be inside. Right, you know, they, right. They yeah. come here and they're like, "This is why we picked it." Mm-hmm. And, um, when we've had event tents brought in and stuff, they're beautiful and sure. it creates a real intimate space, and you can have with the lighting but so when we think of building a structure for me it's just my own peace of mind I think right right drawing more clients because I like the weather contingency that Mm -hmm. it's right there to go I didn't have to have a rental company bring a tent down um I don't know that that revenue wise it really makes a lot of sense for us because people you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah. like our numbers are kind of where we want them already Mm -hmm. we want to make that kind of investment it would more be for Laurel's piece of mind. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely. Um, So then how many can your space hold? Like, say, 
tables and chair wise for like a reception? Um, well, I, I would say the largest wedding we had was 330. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, and I don't know, they were seating eight to 10 people at each table. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, so we certainly have, gosh, we're so, we're so fortunate because the space that we have, the only structure that we built with weddings in mind was a permanent dance floor with an overhead pergola. So Stuart can have his speakers mounted and okay. do some stuff with lighting but the way the space flows um is is as though we constructed it for weddings it's we're so fortunate um and what's nice is that if you have a smaller wedding you know if you have 60 or 80 people you even though there's a lot of room it doesn't feel like a, a small group of people getting sucked up in this void of sure space. It right works, right but it also works for those very large groups. 330 is our largest. Okay. And these trees that I see are on your Instagram are just beautiful. What type yeah. of... Well, the really big ones that kind of... What type the, of trees the, are those? Those real huge ones are, are cottonwoods. Oh, okay. First to leaf out in, in March. Um, and then the other, there's another bunch of very large trees that are uh, mulberries mm. and those just leafed out um and then lots of mesquite trees but you know mesquite trees yes it's just mesquite can be like from like a bush <laughs> uh, <laughs> our, our water table's pretty high and so the really giant old uh mesquite trees oh that's so pretty though i love that yeah. so then um What do you think your favorite part of a wedding day is? Um, of the wedding day itself. You know, I, this sounds a little sappy, but there's always a moment when um, the ceremony's happening and it's been a very busy setup day and you're exhausted. And um, so now the ceremony started and Stuart is right there at his sound station there ready to cue music and stuff and people are exchanging their vows. And we have kind of a moment together there at everybody's wedding where we're kind of standing close and maybe give each other a little kiss and, you know, and it's, um, and, and there's this part of you that's just like, man, I hope that that this couple really has what it takes and they're going to, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's that, that special moment that's very personal. Um, but I think also just in general, doing weddings is such a great business to be in because Mm -hmm. people positive and yeah. you know yeah. with, the, with the wet with the events that we've done where we've had a music festival or other other festivals where people are paying admission or something like that even though they're maybe having a fantastic time and they appreciate you doing it it's a completely different kind of client mm-hmm. when you have a hundred people here that are here because they love this couple and they mm-hmm. want to celebrate their wedding everybody's positive and helpful and um you know they're not saying hey i paid 12 yeah. bucks for this yeah. where's my chair you know right right, right. <laughs> um, so that's the, the difference in the type of events that we've done um the that's what i love the most about weddings is such a happy day for people and everyone is feels fortunate to be there to share it with the people they love even even though they don't know us right. we feel too <laughs> yeah yeah you still feel part of the family on that day because yep, um, yep. you're you know assisting and you know really creating their wedding dreams, you know, for them. So, um, no, that's awesome. So then, um, 
what was your dream job when you were a kid? I, you know, I just wanted to do anything that there was horses involved. That was my, <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. I was, um, my, my grandmother recently passed away and we were going through her things and she saved, she was incredible and she saved articles and things. And I found this newspaper article from when I was, I don't know, maybe 13 in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And she said, I couldn't believe she stated it. I, I, I knew it existed, so, you know, uh, somewhere, but, mm-hmm. um, it was a newspaper article. I had decided to have um, a wedding <laughs> for my horse oh. to, to marry a little pony, and I did a press release, and the newspaper came, and I had <laughs> I had a sugar cube, carrot, apple cake, and I had bridesmaids, and, and we had this little wedding, and it was in the newspaper. And it's kind of funny to me because in thinking of that very question, you know, what were my dreams as a mm-hmm. kid? And of mm-hmm. course, I think of that little event that I did and where we're at now. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What a, like a insight onto what your life is now, you know? And it's like, wow, this is crazy actually. Can I just tell you, I'm sorry. I have to tell you this is crazy too, because um, back in the, in the eighties when I was over there, so it's like, um, I don't know, 84 or something like that, um, a town and country magazine came out that my mother purchased because it had an article on the ranches of Southern Arizona and mm-hmm. we were going to be living here. Mm-hmm. And so I went to school. We're about to leave the island. I was so sad. And I opened it up to the page where there was a woman sitting on a fence and a young man in the background leading a horse. And of course that was my most, look, there's horses and I'm going to live near these people. I married that boy in that picture. What? So. <laughs> oh my god! That's crazy. That's, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a coincidence! <laughs> like it's so. Oh my god! I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so off of your end, um, you know. What does your day kind of look like um, as venue coordinator? Sure. Well, you know, I'm kind of, I can't stop working. So that's kind of that that I'm working on being better at because for me, there's always one more thing I Mm -hmm. can do to make better. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one more, oh, maybe I'll put that sign over here or, you know, uh, so my day, you know, starts out, we actually, I'm very hands on in what we do. And really there's a lack of glamour to it in that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to sure those bathrooms are clean and mm-hmm. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, that aisle down the ceremony, the chairs are straight. So we're up early and, and uh, I've got somebody to help me out to set the place, the tables out, uh, the chairs out, uh, roll up the hoses and, you know, make sure the linens are down and the, the pool area looks beautiful and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of just, and it's a big space, so sure. it's a lot of walking and setting mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. clients drive. We, we, um, let folks get here as early as nine 30 in the morning. So oh, wow. usually okay. there's a, Hey Laurel, do you have this? Do you mm-hmm. have that? Mm-hmm. Oh, this and vendors when they arrive, getting them situated. Sure. Um, like I said, my sister-in-law does the bar, but usually, you know, I'm, you know, getting wine in the, in the. Yeah refrigerator our clients bring in their own alcohol which is okay. another yeah. uh, savings for them anyway sure, sure. Um, so kind of get some pre-prep done for my bartenders before they get here mm-hmm. Stuart is setting up his sound and we're doing sound checks um, 
So it, it's incredible to me how it, the day that starts at, you know, maybe six, yeah. seven in the morning goes mm-hmm. all the way through to the very end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that's why I really just wanted that question to be answered because I don't think people realize that, you know, especially off the venue end of things and, you know, it's your home, you know, yeah. so it's like you really, I mean, are wanting it to be immaculate you know you want everything in the place and you know you it's you that's your guys's you know so um yeah it's It's also you end up there's a lot of behind the scenes fires that you put out as the venue it makes no sense to go to the client and say did you realize your caterer forgot to bring plates you know that's gonna stress them out but you'll be fixing those problems as best you can right throughout the whole you know the whole time so um yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just insight on, you know, maybe other vendors who don't, you know, know to not go to the couple and the bride on those things. You know, yes, there yeah. are certain things, you know, but other times, you know, you just take care of it and then deal with it later, you know. Right. And there's no point, you know, that, that level of professionalism. And sure. I would say just about every vendor that comes here is on that same page with us where, you know, you, you got a smile at you come over and you say, you know, Hey Laurel, just yeah. want you to know toilet needs somebody left a dirt, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's no yelling across the yard. There's no, no you know, there's, and there's, you know, if, if there's any issues that a vendor is having that you can help them with and the client never needs to know about it, mm-hmm. then you take care of it. But you're right, there are a few vendors <laughs> who um don't have that yeah. same <laughs> almost needs to be like a wedding etiquette for the vendors uh-huh. you know like do this don't do this you know it's right, like right. Just, just yeah it's important to as a vendor it, it's it's putting your ego aside so mm-hmm. if there's something you fell short on or somebody yeah. else fell short on sure. nobody else needs to know there's no, no thing all in this behind the scenes yeah. together yeah. And um, I would say most people that, that come here absolutely share that same sure. sentiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it's like... The wedding, the wedding coordinators that, are, that that come here on a regular basis, mm-hmm. they are a special breed of human <laughs> beings. <laughs> <laughs> They're so patient, and it's just amazing how, you know, they just calmly proceed, and we're going to get this done, yeah, and... Yeah. Let's yeah. move on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, it's just like... If the coordinator's freaking out, then everyone's going to freak out, you know? Exactly. They are just, they are the baseline there. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, for you, um, what do you love most about, I mean, just the business in general? I know, you know, you had expressed um, weddings, but is there, you know, like a certain point of, you know, obtain the client, you know, then the planning process with them, then, you know, obviously day up and then, you know, after the fact or the end of the night, maybe, or is there a, you know, favorite part of the business in general for you? Um, you know, I enjoy the time that I have meeting with people and I, okay, I actually really love it when there's a problem that arises or a question or what can we do about this? Mm -hmm. And I just know if I sit down and think about it for a couple minutes, I'm going to get it. I'm going to figure it out. And, and I enjoy that so much. And it could be something right in the middle of the day where they, they, uh, uh, 
I had a bride, she wanted her, she changed into a different dress after her ceremony and guests were saying, oh, we really want to see your wedding dress again. We didn't really, da, 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 da. and she said, came to me and she says, Laurel, I don't know. And I said, all right, give me a minute. Yeah. And so I went into the dressing room and I took a, 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 a jacket, one of those things, tea things that you hang your jackets on uh-huh. and yeah. beautiful lace thing on the grass and put that there. And it was like, all right, we got that figured out. And I just love it when I, that's fun for me is problem solving. And I have so many things here right. so much stuff that I usually um, figure out not just a solution a band-aid but actually something that's better than what what you know you may have thought right right, <laughs> so right. I, I really get off on that I guess yeah problem solving yeah yeah it's it's fun honestly and some people may not think so but I feel like it's fun <laughs> It's fun, and like, you know, if I'm working, and we don't always have coordinators here, so a lot of times, even though I am very, you know, upfront on the website and stuff that we're not wedding coordinators, if mm-hmm. the client didn't hire a coordinator, there's a lot of that that ends up happening on my end. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but I enjoy, you know, when a coordinator comes here, and, they, and they've got all their, they've got their toolkit, they've got their supplies, they've got this and that. The ones that have been here enough also know that if they're in a pinch, they're going to come to me and I'm going to have that for because the, they don't live here. They don't have their endless supply of stuff here. I've sure. got so much stuff that um, usually I can uh, help them. And it's great when I've got a, a relationship with somebody that they know that they right. can come to me. Right. And they trust yeah. you. They're like, hey, Laurel, yeah. like, you know. Um, totally. You'll, Laurel will figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, say – scenario wise um just I mean a ton of money was just given to you but you were only able to use it on the business which is actually also your home so that's a double win off of your end what would you use that money for oh boy um hmm I probably would put in that I guess wedding barn okay yeah I could do that. Um, I, you know, the thing is with the, with the place here itself, it's all this great old Adobe. It's a, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a, it's a Jostler designed home and yeah. rentile. So if we put a building in, I wouldn't want to put like, just like a prefab kind of this, that, or, a, sure. you know, mm-hmm. I'd love to do something that ties into the architecture oh. that's already here. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. Love to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So then... Off of the venue end, um, can you name a situation that, you know, was definitely a learning experience for you, you know, challenging in the moment, but I mean, at the end of the day and you ended up getting through it. Sure. Oh gosh, there'd probably be millions of them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also, I have this, um, when I send people the contract, I also have a document that's called the frequently asked questions. It's kind of guidelines Uh and sort of. And so every once in a while, I add a new paragraph, like, do not put tie-dye runners on the table that if something spills, it's going to ruin all my table. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but no, I, I would say, you know, from the, really early on, as we were getting into this, we had a couple of hard lessons. Um, we have had such amazing clients and, and such good relationships with people coming through, but we had a client early on that um, in hindsight, I could tell that she was, we didn't have a contract sure. um, early on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of handshake, this is what it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and we were still doing a lot of farming then too. And in hindsight, there were questions that were asked where I even wonder if they kind of were making sure that we didn't have a contract. I don't know. Cause mm-hmm. when it came on and I also at that point accepted, um, final payment the day of the event mm. and then, that yeah no we're not gonna no. yeah and 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 that was that was heartbreaking and sure. um but it was a good lesson you mm-hmm. know so now we have mm-hmm. a contract and your payment is due 30 days out yep. and yep. um so um and and part of that lesson was not being afraid to tell people i need no. you to pay no. me no like right. I'm, <laughs> right. yeah. um, and that, that they're expecting to pay you mm-hmm. and they're expecting mm-hmm. to have a Fact sure. and not feeling like that's something to feel awkward or apologetic about. No, no. I, it's almost the- like actually weird. If not weird, I don't want to say weird, but like it, it is a formality, you know, to bind you in a contract and have that written, you know, in writing, signatures on the dotted lines. Um, especially when you're dropping that much money, you know, it's right. it's hard. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's just learning it that hard way, you know, yeah. like, oh man, and I have a lot of friends and we all did it, you know, in the beginning and it's just like, nah, I don't need one. I don't need one. And then the first one comes in the next few and you're like, oh, okay, I need one. Definitely. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think being, being clear and being upfront mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, I, I put my prices right on the website, sure. so there's yeah. no, hey, you didn't tell me. Um, but I, and also a, a lesson for me, not just through the weddings, but through the being open to the public with our farming ventures too, is not feeling like I have to apologize no. for everything. No, you can no. actually say, this is what we do. And today we're going to do it this way because yeah. of this. Then yeah. you just yeah. move on. And, and sometimes there is reason to apologize, but a lot of times you just need to explain what's going on. And, and almost by apologizing, you're admitting a fault where there isn't necessarily a right. fault yeah. and then you know and then people then of course then blame you because you're mm-hmm. sort of admitting a fault you know so sure. Sure. Um, just sort of this is this is how it's going to be today and this is going to be great and mm-hmm. it's uh, a little different than you thought but this is what we're going to do right. you know or right. yeah it's just um like you had said you know being up front telling them this is this is how we operate these are the things that we do and, you know, at, at that point, it's hard because, you know, you then have to get into the acceptance phase of, you know, maybe I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is what it is, you know, and it's going to work out or it's not. And I mean, there's so much definitely, business to be had. <laughs> you definitely, I think, especially as a venue, if people don't come here and choose the space because they love the space or they mm-hmm. had a rapport with us right away sure. and you're trying to pigeon them hold them in and convince them that no this is right because we can do this to make, mm-hmm. it's better I think to have less clients but they they have they come here and they feel like oh this is it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, it, and it's so funny you know in, a, in, a, in one afternoon for example I was giving a tour and uh, uh, the bride and groom arrived and I could tell right away that the bride was not jiving on the mm, place. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, maybe the outdoorsiness of it, or I don't know, but she just, I could just tell that yeah. it wasn't her cup of tea and yeah. I wasn't going to hear from them again. The next tour, they were gushing, like, Lord, this place and the huh. way you, this is, I can't believe that you did it. I mean, it is so funny. 
Well, yeah. you know, they booked and they didn't. And good thing the first people didn't book. I wouldn't want them to. Right, book. They right. would have to hear. I would have been nervous the whole time getting mm-hmm. up to their I was going to let them down. Yeah. So it works out. <laughs> yeah. It's just when you can tell from people's energies, you know, like how they're feeling, their body language, the, you know, maybe statements that they may say, and you're like, hmm. Okay, and it's like almost, I mean, red flagged from the get, you know, that you're, if they do end up booking, you're like, okay, like, this is what we got to deal with, or this is, you know, brace yourself type of thing. Right, right, and, and Stuart is sometimes my, like, I'm like, oh, I'm just so dumb, bummed, there those people, he goes, Laurel, they're not, this doesn't stink for them, and mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Good we yeah. didn't that client, this was the wrong, like, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah you're like, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So then, what has been the most unique event that you have hosted there? So honestly, because you you kind of I kind of thought that question was coming, and yeah. <laughs> and the most fun that I have is an event that I plan that's for my family and friends. Okay. And if you'll indulge me and let me, know, yeah, oh my god, yeah, we, we do um, every Labor Day weekend, and we kind of block that particular time out because it's still warm enough and you know, plenty were actually hot mm-hmm. to use the pool and all that, but we're coming off our rainy season. So it's not really a time where I book weddings anyway. So mm-hmm. we block out Labor Day weekend. We have, uh, we have our own little, um, can- cantina that my cool. husband and I parents built when, you know, we were in our twenties and we felt like we really needed a bar to party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's sort of, and that's actually nowadays for weddings, that's the groom space to hang out in. Oh, okay. before, um, so it's a neat space. Anyway, we do this. So we have a, a big party that Saturday night in the cantina, but people come here and camp and they stay the whole weekend. So Friday night and, and me and my sisters and all of our, a lot of our friends have purchased and renovated vintage travel trailers. Mm-hmm. So we set those up and other people have their tents and things. And Friday night we have a camp crawl, I call it, where you host a little cocktail at your your uh, trailer or your tent. And then my sister, who's a nurse, she gives you inoculations for the camp weekend. <laughs> and she's got jello shots and syringes. For like, oh my and, God. And, uh, and then we have a you know pool day the next morning. I always have kids helping me make pancakes for mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are in the pool and we do a um, rodeo inflatable uh, bucket oh, yeah. bowl contest where people wear costumes and they get scored. And we bring in celebrity judges <gasps> and we and they they get a belt buckle as a trophy. Uh-huh. And then I my son DJs an hour right afterwards poolside and. And then we have our big party Saturday night, and we have a karaoke contest, and I put together this hysterical trophy that people win and Uh vote. And then Sunday morning, we have chicken poop bingo, where we actually, I take one of my chickens and put them on this big mat, and everybody all weekend has been purchasing squares. And the first place where the chicken does her business they take all the loot, all the money that people purchase their squares. And then my husband plays Sunday morning sort of gospel music and we oh. have blackberries. And, and it, I mean, it's just like this oh whole gosh. I love that event. Yeah. <laughs> and I have so much fun every year planning that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounds so fun though. I love that. Oh, it's great. It is a blast. <laughs> um, so then, I mean, how can we help you? Well, <laughs> um, you mean as far as like what my business moving forward kind of? Uh... 
So, is that- um, so, I mean, like, yeah, well, how can, I mean, like, I personally help you? How can we as the listeners help you? Um, really, I mean, just, yeah, really as a business as a whole, you know, whatever yeah. that kind of looks like for you. Um, I think what's been what's been interesting and a learning experience for me is, you know, being a part of Instagram, which was for me, it's like, what is this? Yeah. Like, you know, what's been fun is realizing at first, it's like, wow, it's just other vendors, not just other vendors, but other vendors networking on this. And I, and that's been really great. And, and, and getting to, to see what other vendors doing and people are doing and liking what well, oh that's neat and hoping that they become a part of what I do and I can become a part of what they do mm-hmm. so I think just as vendors all just sort of um uh networking with each other sharing our ideas this is what we can do this is what we can you know you can bring this to your clients uh, so I think that's something that we all can just do for each other is just yeah. be aware of each other and um I don't know uh <laughs> no yeah no that's I mean amazing though do you do um, quite a few style shoots there at the venue? We've done a few, not okay. many. Um, would love to do more. I love how they they turn out, and I love the the publications that you get as a yeah. result yeah. of it. Um, so that would be one of the things I'd like to do in the future is um, utilize more of the inside of Hacienda. My husband and I were married in this gorgeous chapel-like room in there, and I'd oh, love okay. to do aisle shoot and have that. Just it's really so. maximum capacity, like 40 people, but it's just so stunning. I'd love to do a style shoot in there at some yeah. point. Yeah, um, we'll have to um... – it's just so hard, obviously, with everything going on, but maybe definitely – plan something down there I'd, I'd love to come down and I mean really just see the venue itself yeah. you know we could put something Actually, I was there. hoping this spring to do sort of I don't do open house a lot of venues will do a weekly open house or you know and we we haven't but we've done a lot of garden tours in the past with our farming and my mother-in-law's flowers and I really wanted this spring to do kind of an open house where I invite vendors and mm-hmm. clients and just the public to come look at sure. the spring garden is so gorgeous and um, and do a walk around, maybe have some vendors if they wanted to be there to meet people they could, but at a minimum just see the space and see what we, we do and maybe have a glass of champagne. And mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not going to happen this spring, but. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hopefully soon though. I mean, I guess it'll just really depend, you know, on when. Um, so then, um, what is one last nugget then that you would want to share with the nugget crew? I just first have to tell you that my son was, my children are adopted and my son was this adorable little blondie and my best friend at the time, her, her son came up and said, you're just a golden nugget, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> my son has been named Nugget. Ever since he's now, you know, 250 pounds. And right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you reached out to me and I listened to some of your, I was like, oh, this is, this is meant to be to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> the Nugget thing. That's um, funny.
I try to be more that person where I feel just really proud about what we do mm-hmm. and then it's going to work for some people and not for other people. And sure. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love that story though about your son. <laughs> <laughs> He's my nugget. And it is my in your family, I mean, here he is, this big guy now. And yeah. Your family, you have to call him Nugget. Right. <laughs> That's funny. But, I mean, Laurel, it was just so lovely to sit and chat with you, get to know, um, you know, the venue off of the back end of things, you know, the start of how it, you know, came to fruition. I can't wait to come down and definitely um, see it for myself. Um, but let's, I mean, definitely keep in touch. Um We'll definitely do a style shoot and, you know, just really bring some amazing vendors in there and create some magic is what I like to call it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if there's anything that I can do for you in the meantime, please let me know. Um, I'm looking... I've actually been batch recording these podcasts itself, so it might be a while until this is out and running, but um, I'll definitely let you know. And people will actually probably, honestly, not forget, but they'll be like, Oh, yeah, I forgot we did that, and now it's up. So, um, yeah, like I said, thank you again for today. Yeah, Miranda, this is great, and, and I, I'm glad that you, you found us, and yeah. it's, it's fun talking about what we do. So, yeah, um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and we'll chat soon. So. All right. Okay. I'm looking forward to meeting you. You That's too. Good. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and then also TikTok, Miranda Madison Events on all three of the platforms, you guys. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day.